Hey guys, I'm so excited to just begin 2022 with you. My name is Janice Sheree and I am the host of the Better in 10 Minutes show where I truly believe that if we shift our mindset, we can turn our words to better in 10 minutes. And I am just I am just so excited to share with you guys the series we have planned for this year, the episodes we have planned, and I am hoping that through these episodes and through these different series, series you are empowered, your mindset shifts, you understand the power of perspective, the power of your mindset, the power of the words you use, the power of faith and prayer and belief as you walk through this life. Guys, if you've been following me, then you know that I took a break because I had a baby girl in December. And so I cannot tell you how ecstatic I am to get started again. If you hear a baby in the in the background, just know that that's my way of life now. And it is the best way of life. So let's get started with our next episode. Yes, to kick our 2022 year off, I wanted to start with a theme that I truly believe would set the pace for the rest of our episodes. And so our theme for this first series, this um, fifth series that I'm recording for our, our podcast is Vision. And so each episode is going to be building upon helping you to understand the importance of vision in our life. The definition of vision is the ability to see. The ability to see. We all know that if we're driving at night and our lights are off, it is pretty much dangerous and erratic to keep driving without the without the ability to see. Cars can run into us. We can run into things. It would just be tragic to do so. The same goes for our life. The same goes for our personal life and, and not just our personal life, but our, our life with our career. And our, if we're working full time, our life with our finances um, our physical health, our mental wellness, we must have a vision. Our business, if we're building a business with our family, we must have a vision for what we desire to see for those things. If not, we'll just be aimlessly living. And we believe that we must live on purpose and in purpose in our life. So I want to start this year off with season five, beginning to talk to you all about vision. Do you struggle with creating goals? Do you sometimes struggle with where to start or how to even plan or execute those goals? Maybe you're struggling to understand your why and so you can't get to the goals because you don't know your why in order to build goals off of that why for your life, that purpose for your life. If that is you, I want to invite you to check out our Goal Diggers workbook, Get Ready, Set, Go. It is a workbook filled with questions that are going to help you discover exactly what you were created to do, why you were created to do that, what your vision is for your life, how to move past the obstacles you're facing, and really identifying the obstacles for each goal that you have. You'll you'll build out three goals through this workbook. You'll build out the obstacles that you're facing with those goals, what's stopping you from moving forward, and it even has a free planner inside to help you move forward. I'll tag the link in our show notes. Make sure you go out to Amazon and grab it. Hey, y'all. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Better in 10 Minutes show. 
um, where I aim to shift your mindset from worse to better in 10 minutes. I wanted to come on today and kind of explain what I am doing today because it's going to be a little different um, in our theme of vision in our first um, 10 episodes of 2022. So, you know, I've been talking all about vision and that will continue. Um, but today I want to kind of honor my heritage. And so the way I'm going to do that is going to be slightly different um, than how I've been recording my other episodes. And so I hope that's okay. Um, I hope you stick with it. Um, so this month of February is known for two things. We're known for the month of love because we celebrate Valentine's Day and that Valentine's Day is used as that, that day that we really show others in our life how much we tru- they truly mean to us, how much we love them. And of course, we are supposed to do this 365 days of the year, but we like to celebrate and there's nothing wrong with setting aside a specific day to do that as well. Um, February is also known as Black History Month. And of course, we celebrate Black History 365 days of the year. Black History Month, just to give you some background in case you're listening, you're like, what is even Black History Month? Maybe you stay in a place, in a continent, a country that does not celebrate Black History Month. So I just want to give you some background on it. Black History Month is an annual celebration of achievements by African Americans. Um, It's a time for recognizing their central role in the United States history. Now, other places have begun to celebrate this as well, such as, such as Canada and the UK. It's also known as African American History Month, and it came from, it grew out of Negro History Week, which was created or envisioned by Carter G. Woodson and, some, uh, and other African Americans. But Carter G. Woodson is the, the main name that is mentioned for the visionary for Negro History Week. And so since 1976, Every United States president has officially designated and dedicated the month of February as Black History Month. So we celebrate the history of African-Americans in this month and their impact on our lives and the changes and the changes that we have seen. Today, I want to celebrate someone that I mentioned in my previous episodes. If you have not had a chance to listen to my previous episodes, I encourage you to do so because they are going to really help you with developing and thinking through and seeking God concerning the vision that you desire for your life. And today, I want to recognize Harriet Tubman. And so what we're going to do is a meditative story. In this meditative story, um, I'm going and I and I, I got this idea from listening to another podcast that's actually called the Meditative Story, and I'll tag that podcast in my show notes. I listen to this podcast often because I like to hear the stories of people and meditate on what they're speaking about concerning their lives, and so they tell their personal stories in those in that in that podcast, and it's basically placed in a format where you're to meditate concerning what they're speaking on. So this is where that idea kind of formed from. Um, so I'm going to tell the story of Harriet, Harriet Tubman to kind of honor what she did, what she did for our freedom, what she did in the U.S., um, the powerful woman that she is. And um, I want you to just get in a place where you can be still, or maybe you're going to walk and meditate, whatever it may be, or maybe you're on the treadmill and that's how you're going to meditate, whatever it may be. Um, I want you to get to a place where you can really listen to her story 
And as I go through this story, I'm going to ask different questions and pause for a moment to see um, how those things impacted you as you listen. So let's jump right into it. Hey, y'all. So I just wanted to take a quick break and tell you guys about a brand new devotional that my husband and I just released on September 29th to celebrate our one year anniversary. We wrote this devotional in the midst of the pandemic in 2020 as we began to navigate the new norms of life with truly no idea of what was to come from all that this world was and still is experiencing. This devotional is titled 31 Days of Faith from Familiarity to Freedom. And it walks our readers through the books of Deuteronomy, Exodus, and Joshua as Moses leads the Israelites from slavery into the promised land. If you're wanting to step deeper into where God is calling you, leave behind that place that has been keeping you stuck, or simply gain the courage to believe that it is God calling you for, then this devotional is for you. It tackles the fears we tend to have when walking towards something new, the mindset shifts that we have to endure, and the mentorships that are needed, and so much more. We pray that your life is forever changed with this devotional as you read it for the next 31 days. If you would like to grab your copy, simply check out our show notes and you can find the link to purchase there. Thank you. Who is Harriet Tubman and what was the impact that she had on American history? Known as the Moses of her people, Harriet Tubman was enslaved, escaped, and helped others gain their freedom as a conductor of the Underground Railroad. Tubman also served as a scout, a spy, a soldier, and nurse for the Union Army during the Civil War. She is considered the first African-American woman to serve in the military. Listening to this overview of who Harriet Tubman is, the many roles that she had throughout her life, her being known as the Moses of her people. And if you're not familiar with Moses, he is a figure in the Bible that led the Israelites out of Egypt, out of slavery, and into the promised land. Harriet Tubman is known for leading her people out of slavery and into a land that most had not seen yet, but she had. What does it mean for you to know that Harriet didn't just have this one role in life? She served in many.
Harriet Tubman's exact birthday is unknown, but it is estimated that she was born between 1820 and 1822 in Dorchester County, Maryland. She was born with the name Araminta Ross, and she was the daughter of Harriet Green and Benjamin Ross. She had eight siblings. By age five, Harriet Tubman's owners rented her out to neighbors as a domestic servant. Early signs of her resistance to slavery and its abuses came at the age of 12. At around 12 years old, Tubman was at a dry goods store on an errand when an overseer tried to make her help, help catch one of his slaves who'd gone there without permission. Harriet Tubman refused. This is a description of what happened. The overseer caught up a two pound weight from the counter and threw it at the fugitive but it fell short and struck Harriet a stunning blow on the head. It was long before she recovered from this, and it has left her subject to a sort of stupor or lethargy at times, coming upon her in the midst of conversation or whatever she may be doing and throwing her into a deep slumber from which she will presently rouse herself and go on with her conversational work. Harriet was essentially told to walk it off. Historian Erica Armstrong Dunbar tells that the force of the weight literally fractured her skull. She was bleeding profusely. She passed out and she was removed from the store and she never got medical attention because enslaved people rarely saw doctors. According to multiple accounts, Harriet began to see visions when she woke up from her sudden slumbers, slumbers which was caused by this incident. These visions she thought to be visions from God and Harriet did indeed believe that through the visions, God showed her premonitions that helped keep her and the slaves she got it safe during her trips. Listening to this portion of the story and what Harriet Tubman went through at a very young age Slaves literally were not even allowed to be children. At five years old, she began to work. But even as young as she was, who God created her to be, the changes that he created her to make had already begun to show evident in her life. Harriet refused to be a traitor to her counterparts 
in order to please evil. That took great courage, especially as a young child. But not only that, I want you to think about what does the scripture with the enemy meant for evil, God will turn around for good mean for you as you listen to this portion of her story. Although slaves were not legally allowed to marry, Tubman entered a marital union with John Tubman, a free black man in 1844. She took his name and dubbed herself Harriet. Contrary to what many historians reported, Tubman did not create the Underground Railroad. It was established in the late 18th century by black and white abolitionists. Tubman likely began benefiting from this network of escape routes and safe houses in 1849 when she and two brothers escaped north. Her husband refused to join her and by 1851 he had married a free black woman Tubman returned to the South several times and helped dozens of people escape. Hearing this portion concerning Harriet Tubman marrying and then escaping into freedom using the benefits of the Underground Railroad, but her husband refusing to go. What does this mean for you when you often hear people say that some people simply cannot go with you to that next level? Harriet Tubman's success led slave owners to post a $40,000 reward for her capture or death. Harriet was never caught, caught and never lost a passenger. She participated in other anti-slavery efforts, 
including supporting John Brown in his failed 1859 raid on the Harpers Ferry, Virginia arsenal. Through the Underground Railroad, Tubman learned the towns and transportation routes characterizing the South, information that made her important to Union military commanders during the Civil War. As a Union spy and scout, Tubman often transformed herself into an aging woman. She would wander the streets under Confederate control and learn from the enslaved population about Confederate troop placements and supply lines. Tubman helped many of these individuals find food, shelter, and even jobs in the North. After the war, Harriet raised funds to aid freedmen. She cared for her aging parents and she worked with a writer on her autobiography. She married a Union soldier, Nelson Davis, also born into slavery. Residing in Auburn, New York, she cared for the elderly in her home. And in 1874, they adopted a daughter. Harriet died in 1913 and was buried with military honors at Fort Hill Cemetery in Auburn, New York. Harriet's life was tough, but it was purposed. It was courageous, but it was frightening and it was well lived. Thank you for joining our meditation on the story of Harriet Tubman today. Guys, my name is Janice Sheree, and I am the CEO and founder of Janice Sheree LLC. And our mission is to promote whole minds and present moments in every single life that we encounter. We truly desire to see a world free from anxiety and depression and a people living fully and wholly and alive in their purpose. I hope that through this episode, you have been able to be whole and to be present, but also that you found purpose. Have a great week.